On this week's episode of Read, Watch, or DNF, we travel back in time with My Chemical Romance and then back again to save the world, or maybe just that city we don't actually know, from an apocalypse that was uh, caused by maybe a glass eye. We, it's just, nobody knows. <laughs> in Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba's Umbrella Academy, The Apocalypse Volume, and the 2019 Netflix original adaptation of the same name, Kinda. And we asked the question, what is the difference between a graphic novel and a comic book? Also, no, seriously, can somebody tell us? Because we really don't understand it. Welcome back, everyone, to all of our returning listeners. We love you so very much. If you're listening to us for the first time, though, this is Read, Watch, or DNF, a bookish podcast where we, Mel B, and the lovely Jackie D, Hi. your hosts, uh, we drunkenly break down book-to-screen adaptations each week. Sometimes we flip a coin to see who's going to read or watch first, then we come together to compare notes and discuss if the order in which we read-watched affected our final reviews. News. Uh, we had a, a watch party recently for our next week's episode. We'll talk about that later. We're probably going to have another one here real soon to do the second book. So mm. look out for that. We also merged... Po- uh, not podcast. What the fuck am I talking? We also merge discords with I get carried away on Twitter at I get carried away. She is uh, amazing and writes stuff, and uh, w- her Discord's just really set up. It's got all the cool stuff, so we're just leeching off of it, bringing some people over, closing off rooms and channels, making private because uh, it gets a little smutty. And there are younger people in there, and we're trying to be you know appropriate adults and uh, not commit felonies. Anyway, so we have that. Also, big, big news. I impulsively uh, bought a new house. Yay. Yeah, yeah. It's The whole point behind it is because obviously the markets have changed, and in our neighborhood, it's a very up-and-coming suburb. Yeah, suburb. We're right close to a highway that brings you right into the city, which is, you know, D.C., uh, so my house is worth like uh, literally a hundred percent, maybe 120. It's double really what my house, what I bought it for. So my husband and I were like, listen, we, why don't we just like downsize? Kids are going to college and stuff. Um, so what that meant really is we found a house that was double the size of our current house and bought that. Well, Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's me in a nutshell right there. Jackie would be the opposite because if she says, I'm going to downsize, you better fucking believe it. She's downsizing. We did. Yeah. Uh, I'm just apparently all talk. But you know what? Uh, My husband went along with it, so it's not fucking my fault. Anyway. (laughs) Social media links are posted in our uh, channel show info. You know that area when you click on us and either whatever platform it's all going to be there Uh, really though um our social media manager marina she's amazing it was just her birthday yesterday so happy birthday happy Uh, birthday and we really don't understand how she puts up with us because we're so old and busy and tired and then you have me who gets distracted by literally everything uh so she's amazing. But she keeps all the other stuff up to date, all our news and giveaways and things like that. But if you want to interact directly with us in the most organic way, then follow us on Twitter at ReadWatchDNF. Jackie, who are our F-bomb dedications this episode? Where are they going out to? Uh, the lovely Angel. 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 Miss A. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've, well, I helped her uh, with her new manuscript, edited it, and she's working through it. And she really, it's just, it, that this novel's going to go places. It's going to be big. 
So this is for her, for a good edit session, a good discussion where she really fleshed out some of her great ideas. And she's also posting my edits on Twitter, if you're curious. I'm a little eccentric when it comes to it. I have conversations with the text and I, I write them out. So check that out. Jackie, what are we drinking? Uh, we are drinking some wines from Tiny Umbrellas. I am enjoying the Chardonnay, and you are partaking of the pink Moscato. I am. I am, and it's it's very sweet. Uh, it tastes kind of like a cheap wine, but like a good cheap wine. Mm-hmm. I would say if your budget is limited, definitely try out the pink Umbrella line. They have lots and lots of flavors. All sweet. <laughs> Chardonnay is not, but... I have a feeling that Chardonnay is sweet, Jackie. I haven't tried it because I don't like it. Um, But I'm sure if I got a whiff of that, it would smell sweet. There's also... What's really cool about this line of wine is that every bottle has a cocktail recipe on it that uses that wine. So this one doesn't have a name, I don't think. I wasn't really paying attention. But it is two parts of the pink Moscato. One part pink lemonade, and then top it off with club soda, which to me actually sounds really good. But I know Jackie's over there like, yeah, yeah. Jackie don't do sweet. She wants her chardonnay and her like fucking whiskey and her scotch. And I'm just like, can you soak these cherries in there, and then give them to me when you're done? Yeah, I like I'm the I'm the friend that gets like the second hand high or whatever you call that. I'm not going contact high contact high yeah see I don't even know what it's called because I've never done any drugs in my life but you better believe better fucking believe when I turn like 65 and I've retired and don't definitely don't have a care in the world I'm lining them all up I don't know the proper order in which to not die uh but I'm thinking downer upper downer upper we'll see Jackie do we have a drinking game of course we do. There were actually a few, but I went with our trusty friends at drinkwen.ca. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, we like them. So these are the rules. Drink when anyone says Vanya. Happens a lot. Mm. Drink when anyone says a number. Oh, true. Yeah. So anytime Mr. Hargreaves is on, he's saying a number because he's always addressing the children and he always uses the numbers. Uh, drink when anyone drinks or does drugs. So essentially anytime Klaus is on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you see a violin, when you see a suitcase. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking they mean briefcase. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Vanya packs her shit every now and then and comes back and forth. So it, it could be. I don't, I don't fucking remember. It doesn't matter. Know. Uh, when there's a flashback or you see the future and the final rule when there's a big music cue that is one thing i will give this show the soundtrack was phenomenal yeah it was a really good soundtrack i will give it that i'm gonna give it Mm -hmm. major points for that Mm -hmm. all right who read first and who watched first so we're gonna make this easy for you We did it at the same time. Jackie and I got our graphic novels out. Hers was on the Kindle. I ordered the special edition hardback compilation something. I don't know. I don't know anything about this world of the graphic novel slash comic book. Uh, But it's really pretty. Mm -hmm. Anyway, broke those out, sat on my couch in front of my big ass TV, and we just went episode through episode flipping back and forth between these goddamn pages, trying to understand. And for a minute there, I felt like a beautiful mind. I was like, oh my God, it's all coming together. And then I got lost immediately again. Or distracted. (laughs) Whatever. So, yeah, together, at the same time. I don't think we've ever done that before, Jackie. No. No. But this, because it's a comic book-ish thing. It was easier. We thought it was going to be really easy. And it wasn't. No. No. So there you go. 
All right, Jackie, we have our Goodreads and our IMDb. So do you want to do the five paragraphs or the five words? I'll do the five words. Okay. All right. She's going to do the IMDb. I will give you the Goodreads synopsis overview, whatever you want to call it. In an explicable worldwide event. Oh, it's worldwide. Mm -hmm. Okay. Disregard everything I said in the beginning. Okay. 47 extraordinary children were actually, no, don't take it back. They're just talking about the births, not the apocalypse. I'm back at it. Okay. In an, in an inexplicable worldwide event, 47 extraordinary children were spontaneously born to women who'd previously shown no signs of pregnancy. It's fucking weird. It reminds me of that show. I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah. I'm like, no, there were signs. There were signs. (laughs) Millionaire inventor Reginald, Reginald, Reginald Hargreaves, 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 that's such a hard name to say. Anyway, adopted seven of the children. When asked why, his only explanation was to save the world. These seven children from the Umbrella Academy, a a dysfunctional family of superheroes with bizarre powers, their first adventure at the age of 10 pits them against an erratic and deadly Eiffel Tower, piloted by the fearsome zombie robot Gustav Eiffel. (laughs) Nearly a decade later, the teams disband. But when Hargreaves unexpectedly dies, these disgruntled siblings reunite just in time to save the world once again. Thank you. (laughs) IMDB. A family of former child heroes now grown apart must reunite to continue to protect the world. The end. (laughs) Oh, IMDb, classic. But you know, they're writing for impact. Yes. Alrighty, um, we are going to kind of alternate through the reviews. This is something different. We usually do what we did first, you know, whoever read and watched. But since we did it at the same time, we're going to share the experience. First, Goodreads. This volume got a 3.85 out of 5. Here's the thing. I don't know how you rate this on Goodreads. I don't either. It's got pictures and a story. It's like the people that, okay, I'm not comparing this to a children's book. It's just, listen, I've seen the reviews of like baby's first read type books on Goodreads. And I go, why? Why are you doing that? It, there's nothing you need to tell a mother or parent or aunt or whatever, because you can literally read that book as you're looking at it on the shelf. They don't need your, they can flip through it and go, no, this isn't going to work. So... For the most part, when I was going through the reviews, the primary groups that I found actually reviewing the graphic novel were either people who were fans of graphic novels to begin with, Mm -hmm. because there were a whole lot of references to people I'd never heard of, and I'm pretty sure (laughs) they're big in the comic slash graphic novel world. And it's a big world. Yeah. Or group number two. People who watched the show and wanted to find out what the source material was all about. Oh, like us. Yeah. <laughs> or heard of the show or, okay, just so you know, my husband watched this whole, he watched every episode. I think it's on three or four seasons. I don't know. So him watching it means I'm around. So I've kind of watched it, but I never paid attention. Uh, so that would be me. I'm like, oh, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. And actually, I think that's how this came about. Somebody's like, oh, yeah, Umbrella Academy. It's, yeah. it's not a graphic novel. And I was like, oh, really? Maybe we can add this to our repertoire yeah. for the show, do something different and, you know, diversify for our audience. And yeah, we were like, oh, my God. Then I found the special edition, whatever it is, and it was so pretty. And I bought it. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Yeah. Apparently, Amazon also has a... Like Kindle Unlimited, but for comics and graphic novels, right? It's a subscription-based thing. Yeah, I would have had to pay extra for it, so I just went ahead and bought it on Kindle. But I'm just not going to do this again, so I'm good. Yeah. I mean, that's dedication. And also a bit odd for hardcore... We're off on a tangent, guys. Just stay with us. It's kind of hardcore and different for people who are 
really into graphic novels and comic books because you're reading it digitally. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like, isn't that against the whole point of it? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't the point to have the edition and collect them? I know this just from watching The Simpsons, I think, right? (laughs) The comic comic guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, 3.85 out of 5. Mix, I, I bet you this has no reflection on the quality of the graphic novel at all. No. It does have 59,306 last time we checked ratings. 4.5 thousand out of those are reviews. The breakdown is five stars, 31%. Four stars, 33, 33% being the highest percentage. Three got 25 and two got 7% and then one got 2%. So overwhelmingly, people people liked it. <sighs> All right. Five stars. So good. Kind of confusing at first. Kind of hard to keep everything straight. But it's very good. <laughs> I, uh, I relate to portions yeah. of that review. Yeah. I won't say which. <laughs> okay. Another five out of five. A fun read that was different enough from the adaptation to justify giving it a read. I think I like the TV show more, if I'm being honest, but the comic was still great. Really like Ba's artwork. It's good. Yeah, it is good. Three stars. This show is way better. This is really rushed and there's not really a plot line. There's just a bunch of things thrown around, but it's still pretty funny and I like the vibes. <laughs> is So... Last, okay, la- I was going to say last time I checked, but the truth is I never have actually ever checked in my life. Um, aren't comic books supposed to be short? That's what I thought. Like 20 pages, something like that? It's like a magazine, right? hmm Okay, oh, listen, nobody come after us for me calling it a fucking magazine. I'm sorry. I, I know somebody's going to just come out of the swamp somewhere and come for my soul. It's not a magazine. I'm just saying, comparatively, it should be thin and short because it's your... You know what? I don't don't even know. I'm not even going to answer it. Anyway, go ahead, Jackie. Okay. One out of five. I was extremely disappointed after loving the TV series for its depth, great, fully developed characters, and an interesting enough plot. I was sad to find out the comic version has none of these things. How did this win awards? Oh, yeah. I forgot. It was written by a rock star. Oh, that's, that's kind of harsh. Mm-hmm. I mean, my chemical romances, they're big. They have a mm-hmm. huge following. Like, they were big when we were younger, and yeah. now they're on fucking tour again. Yeah, you know what? No, I don't accept that. Be nicer. Do better. Last one, Star. I'm here because of the Netflix series. Of course you are. It was great. Now I'm leaving because the book was a mess. It wasn't a book. Mm-hmm. Maybe we start with that. Like can, I mean, we don't actually know what it really is, but I'm telling you right now, it's not a book. I mean, physically, in the literal sense, it is a book-ish, booklet. I don't know. But it's not a novel. It's not a short story. It, it's not any of that stuff. Yep. And when we figure out what it really is, we will let you know. Okay. Okay. Next, moving on to IMDb. On IMDb, it got it has an aggregate of seven point nine out of ten, and this is taking into account the entire series, not just season one. And just to be clear, we are only concerned about season one in this episode. Yep, only season one. Yep. Overall, it has two hundred and fifty-six thousand ratings. Of those, two thousand are actual user reviews. Uh, the highest concentration was twenty-nine point three percent, with eight out of ten stars. Uh, ten out of ten was nineteen point nine percent, and one out of ten was one point eight. So again, this is one of those things that people overwhelmingly liked it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think it draws in that type of audience where. It does touch on some deeper topics. Mm-hmm. The actors were really good. The The way it was filmed, just the actual aesthetic of it is just really cool. Yeah. And then it, it's it's weird. And that draws in people like my husband. 
who's like, this is this is so weird. He watches the weirdest shit. And for some, okay, you would think that I would be the one that watches all the weird shit, right? Yeah. Because Steven is literally like a vanilla cupcake. <laughs> like not even any sprinkles on it. <laughs> and I am the like salted caramel chocolate fudge with rainbow batter mixed throughout covered in like Ferrero Rocher crumbles. With Kahlua or Bailey's injected inside. Oh, yeah, of course. It literally comes with a sidecar type <laughs> cupcake. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Bloody brilliant. And you can tell that this person is British because of the way they spelled uh, some things. Or no, wait, that's the next one. Never mind. Um, but a lot of people use brilliant in their reviews, their titles and reviews in IMDb for this show. Pretentious. Yeah. First episode is a little slow, but after that, it just keeps coming at you until all that's left are the credits of episode 10. The second, the soundtrack is fantastic. Again, agree 100%. Love the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Acting on point, storyline brilliantly executed. Can't wait for more. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Eight out of 10. Brilliant. Brilliant moments, but belabored storytelling. Some brilliant, again, Mm -hmm. moments. Temporal portal, dance and fight scenes, but overall told too slowly. With too many scenes that didn't advance the plot. Maybe they were trying to develop some characters? Maybe. It's a bit... mm, mm. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But overall, I could have done without two-thirds of the Robert Sheehan number four Klaus scenes. Oh, that's sad. Clever use of music, absolutely. On the same page, you're, yes. Good acting, Aiden Gallagher, a 15-year-old, brilliantly played a 58-year-old in a 13-year-old body. Yes, that is true. Mm -hmm. He is amazing. Okay. Potential for an eight, hello, but wait a minute. But drug down to a six, goodbye, out of 10. Old school comic book action, happy 32nd birthday to Ellen Page. Um, it's not Ellen anymore. It's Elliot. So insensitive. A tiny Haligonian Canadian. I assume Haligon is something somewhere in Canada? I guess so. We could easily look that up, but I'm not gonna. Yep. So this is a six. It was an eight in IMDb. They confused themselves. They were getting too into it. I, I, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe they just want to trick people. Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. And our final review. One out of ten. Superheroes on mushrooms. Too weird to follow. I held on for a while. The final season lost me. Doom Patrol on acid. Do not waste your time unless you have a medicine cabinet of psychedelics. Traveling through space and time on crazy and nonsensical adventure. Skip it. <laughs> this person's all about sentence fragments. Yeah. I mean, okay. <sighs> I don't know if it's a one. I mean, there are other superhero on mushroom type things like The Watchmen. That's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But that's fucking winning awards and stuff. All superheroes are weird. Like, none of it's natural. Yeah. Superheroes on mushrooms. Okay, you know what? Whatever. I mean, maybe Klaus. Klaus was probably (laughs) actually on mushrooms, but the rest of them. Yeah. (sighs) We're going to go through casting, but we're going to do it quickly because there's just so many of them, and they're all pretty big. So when you hear the names, you should know. And if you don't, you could easily look it up. First one, Vanya. Elliot Page. Respect. If you don't know, you know, Juno, Inception. Here, I'll help you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Luther, Tom Hopper. I will say that when he's not in his monkey suit, he's fucking fine. <laughs> Smash. Uh, Diego, David Castaneda. He's also very nice. Yeah. Allison is Amy Raver Lampman. I feel like I've seen her in a lot of stuff, but I'm just not sure. But I'm also that about most actors. Yeah. Okay. Klaus, Robert Sheehan. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So good. Number five 
is Aiden Gallagher. Ben is Justin H. Min. Reginald Hargreaves is Combe Fior. Fior? It's there. It's like, it's a different name. Grace or the mom, a.k.a. the robot, is Jordan Claire Robbins. So pretty. Pogo is Adam Godley. That's the chimp. Mm-hmm. Pogo. Then Cha-Cha. Listen. Mary J. Blige. If you don't know who that is, I, we can't really talk. So it means you're either 12 or we just have never, like our Zen diagram, our Venn diagram, just none of it connects. Yeah. There's no overlap for us. Okay. Hazel Cameron Britton. He was so funny. He was amazing. I loved him. Yeah. I loved that too. Agnes Sheila McCarthy and Leonard Peabody, John Magaro. There you go. It's a big cast that could have been bigger if we wanted to name out every single person that provided something in this show. It would go on and on and on. But big stars. Kate Walsh, The Handler. Mary J. Blige. Hello, Elliot Page. Come on now. Come on now. Let's get into the meat of this show. Why we do it. We still don't know why we do this, but we do it. So we're here. You're here, obviously, if you're listening. So why don't we go and break this down with how the show deviates, meanders off, runs away from the graphic novel slash comic slash not magazine. First big thing. So there's multiple volumes in this series of um, the Umbrella Academy. Cha-Cha and Hazel, remember Mary J. Blige, they're like these two um, assassin type characters that come and, uh, you know what it reminds me of? At Loki, you know how they have that Mm -hmm. uh, department or uh, bureau that watches timelines and if anyone's messing with the space-time continuum or some sci-fi bullshit like that, they come out of the woodworks to annihilate you yeah right that's what they do so they exist in this universe but they don't come so early they are actually not in the first volume but here they were like literally on episode two i think Mm -hmm. wearing their stupid creepy mask they were creepy yeah they kind of reminded me of like five nights at freddy or something stupid like that (sighs) yeah I don't have any grief with this because I think for the adaptation, this created a lot of the conflict. Yeah, because when I was reading through the comic or graphic novel, whatever, I couldn't mm-hmm. see any point to anything at all. Yeah, it felt mostly like a setup, right? Mm-hmm. Where here are these characters, this is what they can do, how they came to be, and maybe like the prologue to the bigger story. Which is, I, there's nothing wrong with that because that's what I believe comics and graphic novels be is in that one volume series edition. I, I don't know what the terms are. I'm sorry, people. But it's like short little stories. Like we have X-Men, right? All the movies. There's a lot going on in the movie or even the Marvel shit now with all the, the, the Thor and Ant-Man and Black Panther they bring together so many storylines to give you a full motion picture, right? Mm-hmm. The comics themselves are like little snippets of that. You get a, a mini plot. And I, I guess there's, there's um, The Walking Dead is also based on a graphic novel. I think those are a bit more robust. But for the most part, from what I've seen or assume... They're short. So it's like one story, like one little story. And this first one, it seemed like it's just how these kids came to be, who Hargreaves was, what he was doing for them, how, and then how they came back together to basically form the Misfit Avengers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I got from it. So for the show, then bringing in these two characters, and the fact that it's Mary J. Blige, I, that I rock with. I rock with Mary, Okay. So her coming in and playing this assassin, loved it. Also, I think why she's doing all this type of stuff, not to say she doesn't want to expand her career and everything, but what I've heard 
through the grapevine, meaning um, trashy entertainment news, is that she went through a really bad divorce or something, and her husband literally took everything, oh, and geez. she was broke. Yeah. So I would like to dig deeper into how she came to do this show, because it, it is very strange mm-hmm. that she's in it. But she's amazing. Yeah. Carried the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not that far, but anyway. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Jackie? On Cha-Cha and Hazel or anything else? Yeah, them bringing them early on. I mean, it, if I hadn't done research and found out that they came later in the series, not the show series, but the graphic novel comic series, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have known any different. And honestly, I appreciated the fact that they were in there because bringing them in plus the commission, it provided more context. Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. More context. It rounded out this universe which i think would have been really stilted if we visually which is so weird because a graphic novel is it's literally a definition to be visual mm-hmm. but i guess in moving show, i don't know we are so dumb on this jackie i don't know why we agreed to it will we do another <laughs> probably because this is painful and only because not painful like what twilight was painful painful like this is just so out of our element and we don't understand that we're sitting here talking about it and we probably sound insane. Yeah, or we're severely putting down somebody's lifelong passion. And I, I feel know. so bad. No, we hype that. We love that for you. We want to support that. We're just, this is our first foyer into it. And we don't, we probably will never understand. Maybe on Twitter, somebody will come at us and be like, listen, bitches, sit down. I'm going to explain. And we, we welcome that. Okay. So conductor, Leonard, Jackie, this is all you. In the comic, we have the conductor who is conducting the orchestra that is meant to destroy the world. In the show, we have Leonard who had a really shitty childhood. He's born. It's a normal birth. His father's holding him very happy in the delivery room. And then all of a sudden the doctor and the nurses start freaking out in the delivery room because her blood pressure's dropping and his mother dies. So his father chooses to take that out on him. Poor Leonard. Although he went by a different name then. Leonard is an assumed name. Mm-hmm. Um, and... uh. Leonard idolizes the Umbrella Academy kids and he thinks that he might be one of them because he was born on the same day. And when Reginald Hargreaves rejects him, he he kind of takes that a little too much to heart mm. and makes it his life goal to destroy them. So he does the crazy psycho serial killer thing of scratching eyes out in pictures and all this other fun stuff. And I'm going to tell you... Yeah, what is that about? I don't know. I really don't. This is not the first place it's like yeah. the scratching the eyes. That's like a thing. Yeah. Some psychologist somewhere knows or understands yeah. or a profiler. Okay. Yeah. And we are not those people, so we're not going to make assumptions. Anywho, I will tell you from the minute he appeared on screen, I knew there was something about him. He was a character that did not... Right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, what, like, 30-something-year-old's like, I'm going to pick up violin. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You're weird. weird. Yeah. Like, you're borderline maybe a pedophile. That's what I'm thinking. I'm hiding my children now. If I see you 30-something. Okay. All right. Listen. If you are 30-something and you decide you're going to pick up a new hobby, all for it. I'm going to hype it. But for the sake of this show... And this character, he's fucking weird. And there's just something about grown-ass men doing this that makes it weirder. Like Eliza Schlesinger would say, the best part of being a woman is that nobody is afraid of us. Mm -hmm. People will hand us their children. Men, no. Especially this one. Yeah. Okay, the lady cop. I actually forget her name. I don't, that's why I put lady cop. I don't remember her name. Lady cop. It's like, it's like you need a, or you... You, I could be, fuck it, don't listen to me. Keep guessing, I'm uh, going to have the same response. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Diego, who is actually not Diego in the comic, his name, or graphic novel, I don't know. what His name is something else. Kraken? Com- Was he Kraken? No, no, Kraken is number five, the one that's dead. I- oh, it's something really cringy. Like, it, you'd think it would be like a 90s porn star name. We're, wow, we're awful. Okay, never mind. Through my research, and I found out, and it kind of hinted at it in the first part of the series in mm-hmm. the graphic novel, comic, whatever. Diego actually has a thing for Vanya. The Diego character in, in the graphic novel? Yes. Does he really? Yeah. Wow. Jackie got deep on this. Much deeper than me. Okay. I trust you. Yeah. Anyway, um, the Lady Cup, like we said, doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing. I don't know why we needed this storyline. So, a little what I read... Obviously, in the show, you have um, Klaus and Vanya, who, well, Vanya later on, not necessarily in season one of the show, but Klaus in season one uh, is LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. Vanya, we later find out, is also part of that community. Mm -hmm. So they, I guess, introduce the lady cop to give Diego some kind of romantic interest, obviously. Oh, so he wasn't like trying the Mac on Vanya in the show? In the comic, they had a thing, or he had a thing for right. Her. They didn't. They didn't want to cross that line. Yeah. But then it would uh, number one Luther and uh, Allison. They kept there that. Is some. Cr- yeah. Yeah. Which is okay. We know they are not blood related by any means, but if you're raised together as, as brother and sister, isn't it fucking weird? I don't think I'd be sexually attracted to someone I literally was shitting in diapers next to. If Annabelle came home one day and told me that she was interested in Andy, I'd be like, uh, can we go get you reprogrammed, please? Yeah, I the whole step sibling thing is even weirder. That's and, and again, people are like, these kids, it's the parents that fell in love with me. They didn't know. I know Colleen Hoover has like what like a whole shit ton of these step things. It's a whole category, apparently, in the porn. Uh, and it's weird. And it's a trope. It's like a big trope in the romance. It's so weird. And listen, if you're out there and you were like an adult and your adult parents married and you met someone that was the love of your life and they just happened to become your step-sibling when you're like 30, I feel like that's fine. I will judge you silently a little bit because that's got to be a weird fucking Christmas. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. There's also the deadly robots in the comic book. They don't exist in the show. And I'm guessing that's part of some whole uh, other big plot or something. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> going to find know. out. I'm not going to no. find out. We probably, no. Yep. And then, and then the, the final Biggest difference is the commission does not exist in the apocalypse uh, volume. Yeah. 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 The, I, I, it's, I don't know what to say. Okay. Maybe this was a really bad idea because even when we were trying to watch the show and read the words yeah. in the pictures, mm-hmm. uh, we were having to jump all over the place. It was like, no, it's on page 20. No, go to page 115. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. It, we're, I'm just going to go back to my original question of somebody explain this to us. Mm-hmm. I know that's not a question, but somebody explain this to us? Question mark. Is that rhetorical or do you legit want No, it is not rhetorical at all. I'm telling you, just come at us or as... Jackie's dad would say, if you want to take this outside, we can talk about it. <laughs> but in a literal, but in the manner of not to fight, because he's only been in this country for 40 something years. It doesn't understand the subtle nuances of that. <laughs> but I seriously, if somebody would like to uh, catch me outside, and explain this to me, I'm ready. I'm all yours. 
Just not with your fists or feet, please, or knees or elbows or teeth. I mean, listen, if you need that to get the message through, that's fine. Reenact portions of the Umbrella Academy. Listen, I'm ready. My body is ready. Uh, All right. uh, (laughs) God. Let's do our reviews. Yes, let's. And our question. Um, we know that our question is not answered because we still don't fucking know what the difference is between a comic and a graphic novel. Uh, but we understand an adaptation, but maybe we question some decisions in our life because I, I don't know. Anyway, my review of this is I'm not going to give a graphic novel a star rating because I just I feel like I'm not equipped to do that. It, it would be an uneducated, <laughs> I guess. So I'm just going to say that the pictures or illustrations, I, should, I don't want to insult anyone, the illustrations in the graphic novel slash comic slash not magazine are really pretty. They're really well done in a very just, it, it's like a cartoon, but not, it's a little edgy. It's a little more adult. It is graphic, no pun intended. So yeah, I uh, I like that, and I think the plot or story or whatever's going on in this is fine for what it is. I, I mean, I've picked up other comic books uh, like the Marvel stuff or like Spider Man, which uh, yes is Marvel, um, or like X Men, which is also Mar- okay. Like, <laughs> see how dumb I am. But, like, you flip through it, and it's like they're beating a bad guy, and they do it. Or they don't, and it's a cliffhanger for the next edition, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, I think it did what it's supposed to do. And I also think it's pretty cool that Gerard Way is the creator of this. And I personally feel like, in respect to having an artistic mind, he's conveying that. He's a great musician, and he's clearly a great um, storyteller. Maybe this isn't the story you want to hear, but to see his perception of the world is actually, I think, kind of cool. So, no rating. It's cool. The show, once I sit down to watch it, I'm fine. It's the getting the motivation to care to sit down to watch it that is lacking. So, I'm going to give it like a 7 out of 10. Because once I'm there, it's great. Acting is amazing. It's hilarious. And the soundtrack is just fucking banging. So I'm going to go seven. And there's nothing in it that really turned me away. I do remember when Steven was watching it, every time he turned it on, even though I had watched it with him previously, he would turn on the next episode. I'm like, what's happening? Why are they there? Who is that? And he would just get really angry and tell me to go do some nerd shit or read my book. So, And I'm like me go do some nerd shit do you see what you're watching anyway jackie comics really are not my thing comics graphic novels whatever so i honestly don't feel like it's fair to me for me to rate or review this it would be like sitting me in front of a tv and making me watch some anime and asking me to rate it i have no fucking idea what i'm looking at and i don't know how it compares to everything else i really don't yeah yeah. So I'm I'm not going to rate or review the comic. Like Mel said, the pictures were pretty. The show for me is just meh. I don't really know what number value would be associated with that. <laughs> but it's it's also really not my thing. This my husband has watched most of the series so far. He loved the first season. He felt like the second season was a repeat of season 1 but just at a different time and season three couldn't even get, I think through one episode. Oh, season three is weird. I know Steven said that. Mm -hmm. And actually a lot of besties on Twitter were like, Oh, it's such a great show or such a great story, but season three is weird. And I was like, Oh yeah, I think I watched it too, but I don't remember. Yeah. Nick, Nick just couldn't get into it, but it was one of those things. It's kind of like when my sister and Mo, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but whenever you recommend something to me, you do it in such a way that makes me never want to watch it. Damn. That's, that's how Nick was with this show with me. And I don't know if that kind of skewed my opinion of it going into it, but he just would not stop talking about it 
So I just got totally turned off. Hey, Mo. Listen, Moo. I love you. And if you ever suggest something to me or recommend, I'm 100% there. Okay, I will be the sister you never had. (laughs) Mo, it is not you personally. It is the way I am with anybody, even Nick. Like, if I yawn, make the mistake of yawning at, like, 8.30 at night, Nick's like, oh, you're tired. You should go to bed. My first thought is, I'm going to stay up for another three hours. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So, if you keep telling me to do something, I'm going to do the exact opposite. See, the difference there is, I don't, like, try to hint at things with Jackie. I'm just like, we're doing it! Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> sitting on the couch and reading, and all of a sudden, freaking. I don't know. Child's Play, that series? Child's Play series is <laughs> Chucky's on TV. And I'm like, okay, we're doing this now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Dexter, I know, is one that Mo really wanted you to watch. Yeah. And I was like, but Jackie, it's so good. And you're like, I know, but my sister, Mo, uh, I love you, Mo. So I was like, okay. And I was like, Jackie, sit down. And I turned it on. <laughs> She's like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> and anyway... Ultimately, with both the written word and with the TV show, I could not get myself to get attached to or sympathize with any single one of the characters. But the soundtrack was awesome. The soundtrack was amazing. Amazing. Jackie's given it at least three stars for the soundtrack. Sure. (laughs) All right. So we uh, read and we watched... I think it's considered reading. We did that. Yeah. Um, there were words. And now we're going to tell you if you should read it or watch it or not even fuck with it. That's the DNF part. Do not fuck with it. <sighs> okay. I think, because my opinion matters, I think if you are a die hard comic slash graphic novel honestly somebody please explain this to me read and collect all the special editions and etc etc i i say read it i think i i think it's visually stimulating okay um but if you're not then watch it and if you don't like the weird shit, like if you are truly a vanilla cupcake, just wa- don't, don't. Because what's going to happen is you're going to pick up one of these or turn it on, and then you're going to be like one of these jamokes writing these stupid ass <laughs> reviews. And I'm going to need you to stop that. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. Applause. <laughs> okay, we should incorporate sounds of applause tracks yes yeah Yeah. okay my opinion unless you're really into stuff like this just don't bother like it was a struggle for me to get through the rest of the first season of this show i had to speed up the playback (laughs) just to watch it they're like (laughs) it wasn't that bad but it was funny because uh, with the scene where Luther and Allison are dancing and it's kind of like that fantasy kind of thing where he doesn't have the big gorilla body. Yeah. Uh, and he's slim and stuff. I Yes. So nice. I slowed it back down slowed, to normal you speed. You slowed it down. Yeah. 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 And it was weird. That did deserve a slowdown. Yeah. In closing... <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening uh, to this fucking shit show of a podcast. <laughs> so uh, if <laughs> if you haven't left us by now, maybe you can rate and review us on whatever platform you're, you're listening to. Again, our links are in the channel info, or if you're following us on any of the social medias, you can, you can find us. We... Marina has made it so easy. Or you could just at me on Twitter and I will link everything again for you. Also, don't forget, we have another show. We have the DNF Happy Hour, which is essentially, I would would say it's a shorter. We only do about 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, some of these episodes here get kind of long. We know 
because we were drunk, okay? And uh, it's also a bit more unhinged because we record them after this. So the drinking mm-hmm. still is happening. So yeah, DNF happy hour. Get it. And Jackie, what are we doing for April? Uh, I have a return <laughs> question for you, Melissa. Fine. Fine. Why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. I think it might just because we get old and tired and we just stop giving a fuck. Okay. And also we drink <laughs> yeah. a lot. That's really what it is. We, we make some really, really poor decisions when we drink. Um, because I am going on a cruise to celebrate my birthday. Uh, also my husband's because his is the week after me or mine. There were, <laughs> We only have three weeks in April that we have yeah. episodes for. Yeah. So we are doing three episodes for this show. And we are doing, God help us, why baby Jesus? Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> All three of them. Because the fourth one doesn't have a movie. Because the fourth one is just from his perspective. And I don't think we really care about that. No. So yay, Twilight fan fiction adaptations. Woo! <laughs> anyway, we're not going to flip a coin because we already had the watch party for the first movie. And we're doing the second one. So basically, Jackie and I are just mixing it up. Just doing it all kind of together. And we've read and we've watched them before. I think Jackie and I have seen all three of them in the theater. Don't fucking judge us. And I remember I read all of these on a PDF when they were brand new when I was on night shift. And then I gave a copy to all of my male coworkers who then also read it. 2 a.m. gets kind of weird, mm-hmm. okay? When you're on night yeah. shift. Anyway, love you. Mm-hmm. Hey, goodbye. Bye.